You are live. We're live. Late as always. Hello, everyone. Terrible that, mate. What's terrible? <laughs> Was it terrible? I've just started. I've just started it. Someone like me who wants it. Not wants it. Oody. Ten of this was. <laughs> right, who've we got in? Where's all, my, uh, where's all the usuals? Where's all the regulars? How long have we been going? Oh, I need to pause that. Oh, I feel sick of it. 22 viewers. We're in. We're going. Let's start it. Um, hello, everyone. This is the 10th episode of my live chat. I can't believe I'm on 10 episodes. I wonder if I'll get to 100. Yes, Woogs. Oh, we're all here. Dave's here. Rob's here. Stefan's here. Kev's cab deleted video. Shout out to my mate, Nick Gurr. Oh, well, I've just fell already. I can say that anyway. <laughs> Put him on a timeout. Yes, Woogs, even lad. Yes, Paddy. Yes, Chris. All the regulars are here. This is good. I can't believe I just fell for the most blatant one. Where's all the mods fucking giving people like him a timeout? Where's he gone? I can't believe I just fell for the most blatant, obvious one. It's not even there now. He's deleted it. Has he deleted it? Why is it not on the thingy one, but it's on this one? Yes, the wolf pack's in the building. Uh, hang on. Putting time out. There you go. No shout for me. MMA. Yeah, but you started it with terrible MMA. That's not a good thing, yeah? Belt Udi, innit? 10 quid. Do you know what? It's hot in here, by the way. Maybe it's, maybe I have to take the Udi off. Uh, yes, no. Yes, Mike. I've got a mod. At least you've got one mod, uh, mod in. Kev Cab's deleted videos was banned and the comment was removed. I didn't want to ban. Whoa! How do I unban him? I don't want to ban him. As a Bolton native, how do you feel that the heavyweight champion is from Wigan? He's not from Wigan, he's from Averton. Averton's not Wigan, guys. I know, like, I don't know if you're, if Paddy's doing a, are you doing a, a little, look how bad this beard is. It needs to go and I can't grow a proper beard, can I, I've realised. But he hides the weight well. Is Ben a mod tonight? Oh, yeah, I need to make Ben a mod when he, Luke, i tell you what, Luke, if he speaks, um, I'll make him a mob, but if he's not here, then he's not. Like, it's comfy, you know. Do you know what it is, Jack? It goes down past your knees. It's fucking well comfy. It's the comfiest Udi I've had. And do you know like how most of them, are they called snoot, snooties, isn't it? Not Udi's. Do you know how most of them are like proper thick? So they're almost too hot. This is not that thick. It's all right. No, it's Averton's, Averton's in the metropolitan of Wigan. I don't think it is. It's Averton. Averton's like 10 minutes away from Bolton. It's, it's good, but... I mean, it's it's shown that there's a UFC champion from Everton, but Everton's a bit a bit of a mad. I think Everton is Everton rough. I always thought of Everton. We're starting in Everton because they're so close. I always thought of. Um, are we going to talk about the Val? Oh, of course we are, Luke. Mate, it's on there. Someone asked me a question about Toulouse, so we'll talk about the Valverde. But I always thought as Everton of rich. Is it rich, or am I uh, am I talking nonsense? What someone messaged me. <laughs> right. So I've been told with this. I'm I'm on three minutes in anyway. So I got told that you need to chop. You need to like talk shit for the first like two three minutes because people come in because i used to just start straight away and go like and then like start and then what happens is people come in a little bit late um and they've already lost where you are opinions on l amlet's business plans uh 40 only 40 out of everton mate nah he's i think he's full on full-blown from everton he doesn't sound like he's not got a wigan accent has he i think he, that is an everton accent i think he's from everton tom uh I don't know uh, if he. It's hard because I think he's all right and he's nice to me now and we're nice to each other. And I just, I feel like <laughs> talk shit when you decided to knock it on the head trip Thursday. Talk shit about when you decided to knock it on the head Thursday. What do you mean? When I went to bed. Was you was you there, Stefan? No, you never, you you fucked it off. I got, I had an early night, man. I had an early night both nights. So the first night, so we'll just jump into Toulouse. So I'm on my, on my watch. So Tuesday, Wednesday, I keep I keep saying Tuesdays all fingers because I keep thinking we're in the fucking Champions League still. Um, Tuesday night, yes, Supreme. Supreme, where have you been, mate? Fucking four minutes in. 
said he was from Salford on his entrance last night, but trains out of Everton. He's not from Salford. Definitely not from Salford. So, I think, so, do you know Salford heads don't like being called Manx? Well, and then like you get Bolton, Bolton heads who would die to be a Manx. I think it's a bit like, like Birkenheaders, some, well, some Birkenheaders who like would love to be Scousers and that. There's a lot of Bolton, I reckon there's a lot of Bolton heads and Everton heads who would fucking kill the mum and dad to be considered from Salford. So maybe it's that, but he's definitely from Everton. Uh, Bet you want no miles. No, I don't. Hang on, I need to start putting things on my finger there. Boom, there you go. Uh, Liverpool rejected the appeal, but we knew that would happen anyway. You've got to go through an independent thingy and then you have to take them, like, you go to court if you've got a good thingy, which I've got a watertight thing. Um, I'm not asked about no. Do you know what, as well? And Toulouse, if um, he was fighting at Liverpool for ages, he should, yeah. And, I think with MMA fighters as well, because they're so like, in, I will get back to what I was just saying a minute ago, because they get so into the gyms and they're like, the gym culture is so like, you know, like you're inducted to a gym and you're just obsessed with, you just love the gym and they love the teammates and everything. I think they'll, I think they'll chop and change where they fight out of quite often. Um, but in terms of be, uh, missing, wanting to get back in the ground, I've been offered tickets for every single game this year and I can, I still, still get my own tickets. I still, I've sorted out lads for every single game this season home and away like I still I can go to every game I want to go to just put a fucking cap on a bally or something but um, yeah because f- maybe it's just where your gym is then because yeah I know Paul, I, I have noticed because Poirier moves to uh, moves to Florida doesn't he for his camps but he's still fat. He, that's what he one of his long running jokes isn't it with DC that DC the first uh, time he got money he left Lafayette whereas Poirier will never leave Lafayette um, but no, Miles, to answer your question, I do not want to be back in the ground yet. I'm not naive enough to say in two, I think I've said this before, I'm not naive enough to say in two years that I won't be gutted that I'm banned, but honestly, at the minute now, I'm not one bit, literally could not be asked uh, about not being in the ground. And Toulouse, when everyone was getting off on the 60th and 70th minute in the ground at Toulouse and having to make their way back into town and we were just chilling in a fucking sick boozer, nah, not one bit asked about getting in the ground. Any L, L question? Yeah, L have much sounds his question every week. Um... I don't know about about Till and Cowbon because he's definitely not training at Cowbon anymore, and he was. But do you know what it is with with Cowbon? I I think it was a bad gym. I think it, it's hard to say because Till 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 did so well for such a, like a for like a long period of time. But I don't think I don't think Cowbon's a good gym. Look at like has it produced anybody else other than Till? I know it, uh, Fingy was from there when he ate him, but he's got one of the fucking. He's known for having one of the worst knockouts of all time. Maybe Aspinall just realised it wasn't a good gym. That I don't not massive into that Colin Hearing guy either. Some of the not as shy as next gen. He's next gen paddies and that and uh, Molly's. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's very flavour of the month, isn't it? Like Paddy and Molly. Neither of them have reached the heights that like you'd. People almost look at Paddy as if he's like well ahead of Till, but Paddy's Paddy's not reached the uh, heights that Till reached. No way. Paddy's not. Paddy no isn't as good as Till ever was. If that makes sense. Molly Molly's never been as good as Till was. Um, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was. I think, I think with Aspinall, I need to, I need to start fucking reading the questions or at least putting them on the thing. Uh, yeah, I think Aspinall, I think even at Cowbon, Asp, uh, uh, Aspinall's dad was his head coach. I think it was like, do you know, a bit like how Islam Makachev trains out of American top team, but isn't really, he just has his own finger and it's just a place to base. And then I'm guessing the when, so maybe he was training at Cowbon and his dad was his head coach just because he didn't have money to train anywhere else. You know what I mean? It's a good, good gym with decent like facilities. Um, but now he's got money and he's made a few bit of money from fights. Maybe he just opened his own gym in uh, Finger or sort of like moved into a gym in in um, Averton and fucking or closer to home, Salford or something, and helped with the facilities. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of that thing like, why would you travel to Liverpool if you didn't need to and if the gym wasn't great? 
Um, Gain and Aspinall next. I'd watch it. So I think this is going to definitely going to be this is going to be a case where the interim title gets um, defended, isn't it? It doesn't happen often, but it's definitely going to be. A, um, I think they, I think he'll defend his title. They like to come to the UK in March, but I've heard literally seconds before I started this when I was listening to the Ringer podcast that um, that they're going to Dublin in March. So, but then again, I I also got this is. From listening to various podcasts, I also got told that Dub, the, the free arena has a deal now with uh, with Bellator, where it's but no other MMA promotions can go to the free arena. But obviously, we all know Bellator's folding, so maybe that deal's over, and that's why the UFC are going in March. But originally, there was definitely this is like cast iron. There was definitely a deal with the free arena. That's why they've not been in years to, to Dublin, where the, the the free arena had a a deal with Bellator, so that the UFC could not host an event there. Maybe like. I don't know if Cage Warriors could have anything like that, but I, I don't, I, maybe Bellator had to give them the, the okay, but I, I know they definitely had a deal with Bellator and no one else could hold a thing there. Leon, yeah, but that wouldn't be a match, would it? You'd have to do Leon, a double title fight between Leon and Aspinall would have to be um, in the summer show. And instead, what is Dana White's issue with UK stadium shows? I know he always says over and over again he doesn't trust the weather. Would you fucking put it in Cardiff then? Going to outwork Leon. I do. I think I think it's going to be a shock. I think Colby's going to beat Leon. I'm still not convinced on Leon. I think he just got an Usman who probably took his foot off the gas and started being a celebrity. If you look at the look at the like the um, countdown shows from all of Usman's things early on, he was like all about training and that. And then obviously his, his knees went a bit. His legs weren't quite like working quite as well. And he um, he was like in Nigeria starting training, like starting fight, fight fucking promotions and stuff like that. So I think he took his, I just think he got Usman who took his eye off the ball. I'm still not convinced on Leon at all. Colby style. That's what I think. That high, high, um, no, won't see, you'll never see another Pereira Adesanya and that, and I wouldn't either. Do you know when, we've all had that person, haven't they? Like a mate who just fucking terrorises you on FIFA or something all the time, game after game, and then you find the beat him and you just go, right, I'm going to get my head down now and go to bed. Adesanya should never fight him again because I think he'd probably lose again. If they fought 10 times, I think Adesanya wins one or two. So I know it, I know it sounds ridiculous because he probably should have won the first kick. First kickbox was it the first or second kickboxing fight? Yes, Ben. Listen, Ben. Ten minutes later, does he? So I promised Ben in uh, Toulouse that I would make him a, um, a mod. But does he deserve to be a mod if he comes in ten minutes later? Do you know what? He does watch everything, right? Do you know what, Ben? Yeah, you can be a mod, mate. Yes, Josh. You can join the mod gang. Or what do they call them? Mod gang. What do they call himself? I nearly put him in a timeout. Add as moderator. I'm sure it doesn't work on a laptop, actually. Standard moderator. Boom. Save. That's worked. There you go. You're the new moderator. Don't know why he jumped off the chance to use Cardiff. I don't get it. I don't. He's, he seems like hell bent on just not um, on not. Do you know what, guys? I'm gonna have to give me one second. Let me, let me just let Bobby out because he's doing me. Adding one second, everybody. Look at this. Look at this, by the way. Oh, Bobby, come on. You're doing me. Adding. Thanks. I've got new slippers off that Timu. And he just he was just under the table, just fucking biting my slippers. Just doing my head in. How much you reckon it costs a season for going home and away? The Reds, including Europe. Got to be some door. A fucking lot of money, man, I've got to tell you. <coughs> I didn't get in, get the notification, G. Listen, Ben, you should know. You said you were here all the time. Eight o'clock sharp-ish. Um, I know I don't get it about, about Cardiff. I just don't understand why. What's his what's his thing about um what's his thing about Cardiff? Card, like not wanting to do a stadium in the UK, like that the uh, the best time was Leon Usman three. That would have sold out Cardiff just because I think just as 
plus we're in an era where people just want to see things live. Like, no matter what you put on in somewhere, there's people who want to watch it. Because, you know, like the Instagram age where people want to just show there was at an event and stuff like that. Like, you put a UFC in big card at a stadium and it'll sell it out. Look how, obviously, lower the ticket prices from that ridiculous, the ridiculous prices of Usman um, Edwards free, but they will sell Cardiff out. They could that easily without question sell Cardiff out. I don't really understand why Dana's so against it. But I did hear actually, now I'm saying that, backtracking a little bit, didn't they want, didn't they have that date that for the UK show set and Cardiff was booked for a, it was a thingy, wasn't it? It was a convention and a fucking uh, football card or collector's card convention. It's a sale and travelling that nails the bank. It's a sale and the travelling. It's not the tickets that cost. Yeah, the tickets, the way tickets are capped at 30 quid. You've seen tickets like 30 quid a ticket game. Yeah, it's the, it's everything else that comes with uh, watching football. Toulouse, for me, was one of the, what it's what honestly straight up there, one of the best European aways I've ever done. One, it was a small town in France in the Europe League, so you don't get all the absolute fucking, stop saying Jota's shit. Jota is dog shit, and I'll die on this hill. He's dog shit, and he might score the odd goal. And you, t- every time Jota scores, you tag me in that my old tweet saying, sell Jota. I would still sell Jota today. I'd sell Jota for less than we paid for him. We don't need him. And, and he's slow, and I hate slow players. Um, yeah, he did. He did, he did pad it, I think. But Cardiff was definitely booked out for the day. I don't know if he'd have gone there anyway. That might be just me, like, just saying it. But he um, he definitely, has anywhere else got a roof? I can't believe Tottenham Stadium never got a roof, but I think it's just too expensive to have a roof, um, to put a roof on a stadium. Because, like, Wembley, why would why would they have not put a... They, they spent about a fucking a billion pound on fucking Wembley. Why would that not have a roof on it? It just doesn't make sense. But I think Cardiff is the only one with a roof, yeah? Um, how can you enjoy it? But... But you didn't like Genk. I thought Genk was similar to Linz and thought both of Linz was boss. Genk was shit. Maybe Genk was shit because I was a lot more of a party head then and it wasn't a party head place. Whereas now I'm not like a proper party head. Toulouse suited me down to the ground. So we was on the we was in the airport lounge in Stansted and we met this guy who lived in Toulouse for like nine months working there. And he said, um, and he he was telling us to go to the melting pot. It's like, it's like one of the best boozers and all that, this Irish bar. So the plan was for us to always get there, go to the hotel, drop our bags off because we got there quite late and then get like go to the melting pot. And then we are uh, heavy camel you. And then so, Kevs, I didn't mean to ban you, by the way. I just wanted to put you on a timeout for the for making me say a fucking racist term, like sneakily. Anyway, I'm going to get off track and let's just talk about Toulouse first. So um, it's a sick trip. But yeah, so the, the plan was always to go to the melt, like get a taxi to the melting pot. But then what happened was me, Ben, and some lad who we met in the airport lounge. What was his name? We still don't. Do we have anybody know his name? What's his name? Stitch, Stitch or something. Older guy. Um, we said, right, we'll we'll go to the hotel, check in, and then use go because you could pick up your ticket as soon as you landed. It was open late, so they went and all got the tickets. Another thing. Imagine I had I went to the boozer for an hour while they were all fucking going grabbing the tickets from the arse end of nowhere. Honestly, honestly, I would never go to London yet. And fucking go to Arsenal away and just like sit in a booze watching the game. But these, I've said for years, and like me and Louis used to always say, the worst part of any European away is going to the ground. And, and anyone who's who enjoys a European away the way they should be enjoyed will ag- agree. I know there's a lot of people who can't get sorted for tickets at European away, so they will like romanticize the game. The game is the worst part of it. Imagine going to that Toulouse game and being in the ground. No way. It was fucking, it would have been awful. I wouldn't, I. When you're in the ground, it was a little bit like that in the boozer. Me and Ben watched it in the boozer. Uh, we did like a watch along in the boozer, which is hence why I had a fucking laptop. 
How bad was that? So the worst, the worst I'll get back to the fucking start of the figure with it. Nice, you know, fuck that. We'll go to the laptop later. So yeah, they all go to a thing and we go to our hotel and we just asked the woman. I cannot believe how like how just by, by chance we found the easily, without doubt, the best booze of it existing to lose. We said to the woman on reception, is there anywhere we can get a drink while we wait for our mates? And she went, There's a little bar across the road. So literally facing our hotel or walk out our hotel. Across the road, there was a, a bar called the Danu, and it was the sickest boozer of all time. It was like quiet, only really French locals went there. It ended up quite busy the night before because we was telling everyone we was in there because everyone was in that melting pot and people were like, where are you? Where are you? The melting pot, everyone was saying the melting pot was full of all the Muppets who went and it was like dead busy and that. So we was like, come to the Danu, come to the Danu. Because we, when we got to the Danu, it was, there was like a few people in there because obviously it's a boozer and it was a fucking Wednesday night and there was Champions League games on, but it was not busy. And we just, like when you walked in, there was like sections. There was like the 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 entrance bit where the bar was, and then like a little bit where there was loads of tables. But it was like thin, and then there was, so there was like four sections: the main bit, the bit where there was loads of tables, the second bit where you could eat, and there was a kitchen, and then the the end bit, which was just like a almost like a booth, but not a booth. It was just the end of the booze with a big TV, and we took over that every night, like both times, because it's, it's the Thursday night. Me and Ben were the first two people in the whole booze. In fact, we went there about half four, hoping that it would be open so we could like get a good good spec in the boozer. And it didn't even open till five. So we ended up buying a fucking bottle of Prosecco, all of us, and about 10 of us piled in my room. And we all just fucking <laughs> polished off a bottle of Prosecco waiting for the boozer to open. But yeah, the Danu mate, the sickest, I messaged the fucking Black Lion. I was like, I want to do a watch along in your bar. Is that all right? I'm sure a few Liverpool fans will put like a few of my mates will come and we'll get people in there. Like it'll be a laugh. We're not going to be rowdy or anything. We'll just be buying drinks, blah, blah, blah. Your food looked rough. I had it. That wasn't my food. I had a kebab from the gaff next door and it was fucking fit. Um, and the uh, and the black lion was like, yeah, of course, come. Like, it'd be all right. So I didn't even bother going because the Danny was that sick. So the first night, we just stayed in the Danny all night. Didn't leave. Um, it was fucking funny, right? So get this, yeah. So we're in the Danu and uh, they've got the Champions League games on and it's busy. It is. It was busy by the time the Champions League games on, but obviously we got the... I always forget that there's games that kick off earlier now. So we was watching. What game was on, Ben, when we first got there? It was... Um, what was one of the early Champions League games? Oh, I can't remember. There was an early Champions League game on anyway. And then I realised there was better games on after. I was buzzing me because I was thinking, what the fuck are we going to do in here after these games finish? So then they had Real Madrid versus whoever they were playing on, one, on one TV. They, could, they said they were only allowed to legally show two games at a time. So they had Real Madrid versus, U yeah, Napoli, that was it. We watched the Napoli game, the Napoli draw against, I think it was Union Berlin. And then it was Real Madrid versus whoever they were playing. And on the other TV was a lens in the Champions League. Why do I want to say lens? Real Madrid versus Braga. Yeah, Real Madrid versus Braga. Yeah, because Braga missed a penalty. And then on the other TV was a French team. Can't remember who the French team. PS PSG kick off at the same time. Let me go on the fixtures. Um, and we was watching the Madrid, Madrid game, and obviously they like they go like two 0 up and that, and we can't be arsed. And then there was drama happening at the United game. There was loads of minutes of added time, weren't there, in the first half and stuff. So we kept saying, kept sending different. I went to the bar, Tomo went to the bar, I think Mark went to the bar. Every time somebody went to the bar for a drink, we'd say, put the fucking United game on. No one's asked about watching Madrid in the PSGAC. That was it, yeah. So PSGAC was on some of the screens and in, on on in, on the big fucking like 80 inch TV that was on in our little booth bit in the whole, the end of the bar. I must, I must have a picture of it, of the end of the, the boozer, which was, it was, it was sick. Um, they had Madrid on. So we just kept telling them they was going, we can't because the locals want to watch Madrid. And we're like, nobody in here wants to watch Madrid. They're fucking tuning up against Braga. Nobody gives a fuck. Please put United on. Obviously by this point, United are like 10 minutes behind all the other games because of how long they had. So 
it gets to, we, so we was asking them, I'm not going to, I can't skip past the funny bit. So eventually they tell us there's a, a regular who's a big gambler who's only waiting on Valverde to score in the Madrid game for 2,200 or something, or 2,300 he was waiting for from like 100 euros. So they're not, they can't turn it off because he's a regular. So like for fuck's sake, but they were, it turns out the, the three regulars, it was a girl and two lads, was in, in the only other people that weren't with us in the booth of us. Let me find the guy. So it was this, it was here. So this here. So like, that's the end of the booth. Oh, it's hard to show you. Can you see it? That's the, I need to start putting things on. That's the end of the booth. So we had like, it was like, obviously like that. And the TV was on, the TV's on the wall there. So we had the whole end of that. And there was just these three, three French kids who um who in the corner who had, who had the, the Valverde bet on. <laughs> so we've been told this now. So then the news has circulated between all of us that, that this guy's got fucking money on Valverde and that we can't change, they won't change the Madrid game off because he's got money on Valverde. So they already didn't, definitely didn't like us. Like, did somebody offer him a, we had, someone got a, like a round of tequilas and uh, uh, Sambucas in. Someone got a round of Jaegers and I will not touch a Sambuca or a Jaeger nowadays because I'll just spew. I can have a tequila if, if there's lemon and salt because the lemon stops being sick. But I will not touch a Sambuca or a Jaeger. You're not gonna, back in the day, I would be pre, look, I'd be peer pressured into having it and I'd be sick and I'd ruin my night. But now I will not be peer pressured into having either of them. So there'd always be like a couple of shots left from like Tomo wouldn't do it either. So we kept offering them shots and stuff like just being friendly and they were basically just fucking, up, fucking us off. They fucking hated us. They were like so like... It's hard to say because every French person I met in Toulouse was so, but these were like the, the you know, like the more stereotypical um, dude is a, is that in it? 10 quid, what's 10 quid, bro? And it goes past your knees. But yeah, these were like stereotypical rude French people, yeah. So um, I don't know what, still, because no one else definitely knew. And I weren't sure if ben, if Mark was winding us up, we, but we knew he had money on Valverde to score for all, for all this money. And uh, Mark goes, nope. So what I think happened was, the cameras flicked onto the bench for a second and 15's gone on the board and then flicked straight off because they've realised that you have to do, you're doing the, the Braga subs first. So Mark's gone, Valverde's coming off. Number 15's Valverde is coming off. So we're all like, ah, he's coming off. But then you, but then it's the union, it's the Braga, why do I keep saying union? It's the Braga subs first. So the Braga subs are going off. These are in, these French people have definitely not seen it, but we didn't see it either. It was only Mark. We're just going off Mark's word. It started to get to a point where it took like two minutes for the uh, Braga subs to do that. We didn't know. I don't know if I, I thought Mark was taking the piss. So these French get these three French kids have got no idea what's going on. And then the next thing, the camera just pans and it's just Valverde running off the side of this, running off the side of the pitch, and all of us mate erupted. All the corner of it, everyone's just jumping up and down. I'm sitting on my chair. Everyone's fucking like, do you know the da 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 da? Everyone's doing that to these French these French kids because his bets fucking collapsed. <laughs> About one minute later, mate, they got off. They stood. This he was fuming. This guy, God, he was with his bird. Him and his bird and the mate, fucking three wheel mate. Uh, third wheeling on me, they just got off. So it was like, finally, when you put the fucking United game on, they put the United game on, and it's doing a, as they put the United game on, it's a VAR check for that fucking handball against Maguire. So you're just thinking, for fuck's sake. So but imagine how sick the game was from that. They just changed the whole fucking night. Like, obviously, United get the penalty, they score, we're all like, oh, fucking put the Madrid back game back on. And then that game goes late as well, and United fucking losing the last minute. That the, the uh, Wednesday night was fucking sick. And then, that was that was that night. I got off first by a mile, well, not by a mile. To be fair, I got off at like half one, but I'd had enough from like one ish. I just like, I was like, do you know what? It gets to the point where you know you either need to get off and go to bed, or you need to do something else to pick up the night. Should get Wolfpack on here. Wolfpack's in here, but he doesn't. He'll never come on. He's not going to come on here, is he? He's not. 
it's hard to talk into a camera live and chat to people and stuff. It's not as easy as it looks, you know. It was the first few were fucking hard, and he's not going to do this. But yeah, I got to that point in the night. But this is what this is maturity and maybe being a dad and maybe this is why I didn't like things like getting gets to a point now with me where I've been drinking that long because I've been drinking since the airport lounge and I was fucking ill by the way. People don't realize, Ben will tell you he caught my illness Ben on the way home and I realized I was on Tuesday. I couldn't do that football. I'll tell you what, I'll show you how ill I was. So the football boys thought I was lying, yeah. Oh, the best one. And you know what? I seen him shush him live. I was watching it and he shushed him and I said, look at that little fucking idiot shushing the crowd, um, shushing Copenhagen as if it's like a big thing. I think I said something like along the, you know, like along the lines of why is he shushing Copenhagen as, as if what they're doing is good. And, uh, and then that happens. Right, I'm going to show you. Look at this here. So basically, John, fucking Dom and Max on the football podcast will deny it, but they was they definitely thought I was being soft by not coming on. So this was me. This is me at quarter past quarter past nine on Tuesday night, and we were leaving, and I was I had to be on the train at half eight Wednesday morning. So look at that. Tuesday night. This is serious, this, you know. Boom. Big sick. This is the old day sick, but the growth is not putting it on Twitter anymore. Still more, mate. Do you know what I mean? So I was ill. Listen, I was seriously, seriously ill Wednesday. So all the way to thingy, I said I was not... Because all, all, all Tuesday night to Wednesday, I was sick every hour on the hour. I was waking up, being sick, waking up, being sick, shitting myself, everything. So I weren't even going to go. I said I weren't going to go, but then somehow, for some reason, decided I would actually go. He... Yeah, lad, you're old. Do you want to listen to the sound? No one's sick as violent as me. Anyway, so I weren't going to go, and then I ended up doing, did go, and then when I got to the airport lounge, I had a bit of a, looks like the team, because it, it, it's that bad, it looks like that, doesn't it? You know, it's just going, ah, well, uh, <laughs> it's bad. So, I, so, so bear in mind, I will, I was Tuesday night, and I still went. So when, uh, Wednesday, this is going to have to come off, you know, it's too warm. Or should I open the back door? Because I'm comfy in it, and I've got a really bad T-shirt underneath, you know what, I'm going to open the back door. A little break here from the same guys. Oh, there you go, that'll do. For now. Right, anyway, so... Um, rough boxing Twitter, right about you. Fuck boxing Twitter, man. Oh, Muppets. Um, so, yeah, went... So, I only started drinking in the airport lounge. I had a little cottage pie in the airport lounge, which was risky. And the the first co- the first plate of cottage pie in the in Stansted Airport pl- uh, lounge didn't stay down. But then the second one did. So, I started drinking from then. So, when it got to, like, what, half one in the morning... I was, as I, I'm, like I'm saying, I'm getting to that point where, where definitely a lot of people in here know where it's either do something about it or go to bed. Do you know what I mean? And then if you do something about it, then you're never going to bed. So just took myself to bed. And it, I used to feel bad about saying to people, listen, I'm getting off me, I'm getting off me. Like I used to always feel a bit embarrassed, but now I do not give a fuck. That's definitely maturity. So I was like, right, I'm going off. And everyone's like, you're getting off already. So I got off at half one. Everyone got back at fucking half two anyway. So it's not like it was like a, they had a super late night. And then the second night, Thursday night after the game, Oh, but I, will, I think will they sell it? Will they sell, uh, sell him? Anyone who was in the ground, will they sell an ale in the ground? Because France is a bit weird, isn't it? About be- be- uh, babies. But we were drinking all day. Thursday was a fucking sick day, you know. So we got. I I was up and obviously because I'd gone home a bit early. I was up early. I went. I was out. Everyone was in bed or being rough. Tom all came back to the room at like half eight in the morning and slept for another couple of hours. I was out buying breakfast. I know it wasn't really breakfast. Pizza in a box. I got uh, ring, Dad. Yeah, ring, Dad. What do you mean? Pasta in a box I got um, on Thursday morning because I, w- I wanted a breakfast, but it was only like quarter past nine. Nowhere in France opens before, no bre- no cafes open before 10 a.m. Selling ale and it in the seat. No way, that's fucking sick, Stefan. That's sick. 
I didn't know you was like the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Dave. Yeah. Ring dad. Half eight. I don't. I leave it on because you only end up fucking coming into this one. But yeah. Um, I've not answered one question, have I yet? Thursday. So Thursday we had. I think everyone is everyone pasta in a box. In Linz was great, bro. Let me show you this pasta in a box, bro. It was not great. So there's me. Look at that. Quarter past nine. Quarter past nine in the morning. That was my what I bought pizza. Pasta in a box and two cans of cork. I was like, don't get me wrong, I was up and out and I was ready. I was showered, fucking all my fucking moisturiser on and everything, all my clothes on for the day, bag sort and everything. I'm going to get to the ice bag docker, chill the fuck out, man. If I forget things, prompt me. So I took the pasta back to the hotel. As I got back to the hotel, someone was asking about breakfast and I realised that we had free breakfast included after I'd been to the shop. The breakfast was the worst breakfast of all time. And the pasta in a box... I can't even explain how bad it was. I had two, let me see if I can, I had two bites and binned it. It was, the, it was, so obviously because it had been sat there from since when this shop opened at six in the morning, it was like this deep in water in just like, just like brown seasoned water that had all sweated inside the pot. Oh, I, oh, I feel sick. Thinking, and bear man, I'm rough at this point. So that got binned. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ben, you don't, you would do it on your own, Ben. You can put them in a timeout if you want. The pizza oil, ham and mushroom, was fucking tidy. Two euros, that was, for that pizza. I ate a lot. That pizza was fucking lovely. Um, so we got that out of the way. And then I realised that I could have got free breakfast. Yes, Brad K. So I went and got, um, I went and made myself a little toasty. It was nice. Where was it? Look, my little cheese toasty. Dead nice. That's still, what time are we on the door? Half nine. So then finally everyone gets up. Tomo's, anyone who knows Tomo knows how much he stresses about things. So he's having a fit because the club shop opens at 11 o'clock. I'd been ready, for, I'd been up and out since half eight. So everyone's fucking about taking ages to get showers. So when we get to the club shop, it's fucking already open. Everyone's gone in, all the good caps have been taken, but someone got us caps. I'm sick of the caps, actually, by the way. Usually they're just shit, aren't they? They're made. Do you know why I went for the purple one? Because I wear my caps backwards because my head's so big. Although this is a deep cat look. Fine, it fits my big head. But it says to, the, the black ones didn't say Toulouse on the back. Whereas that says Toulouse, I like it. You'll see this in a couple of weeks when my hair's long. Jeez, toaster. Toulouse heavy, mate. You haram it, haram, mate. You've missed. Look, we're, we're, we're on Thursday. We're on Thursday afternoon, mate. You've missed missed a full 20-minute review of Toulouse. So, yeah, we get to the club shop and um, everyone gets the hats. Mark, as usual, buys one of everything in the shop. And then uh, Ian, who'd got us our hat, said we're at the boozer across the road. We get into a boozer and we get a good speck in the boozer. So as we got there, this, these people were leaving the boozer. It was only a cafe. The woman was not prepared for how many people would be in there. But luckily, I got told an hour after we left, they fully sold out of beer. They ran out of everything. So we were sat in the middle of the... Um, we had the whole middle of the boozer on a, the long... The only long table in the boozer we had. We had that between, like, I think there was, like, nine of us. And, uh, and then it started getting... We were the first... There was two other Liverpool fans sat in there and then or three, and then we we got the middle of the boozer, and um, and then, but I get antsy me at like I think I think if it hadn't been for me and that Ben Ben and Ben and Luke will tell you I was pushing for that half an hour. Come on, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? I think because I got a, a espresso martini because she had no prosecco. She, the only thing she showed was sixty five euro champagne. And at that point I hadn't had a drink, so I was like, I'm not paying sixty five euro for a bottle of champagne at fucking. This was burn mine. This was like quarter past twenty past eleven in the morning. So um, so I was like, come on, let's go, let's go. Mark and Ben were showing about the red wine, so I helped them polish, polish the red wine off. I'm going to like quickly jump through all this Toulouse shit. But I knew that there was definitely somewhere better, whereas I think they thought, because it was busy outside and inside and we had the, easily had the best seats inside, 
let's stay here. This is a good spec. But I knew there was more. I knew there was better things to come from this to lose. So I, so I finally blagged us all to move on. And uh, we went to the Black Hole, the sickest. Sitting outside that Black Hole for like three, four hours, just getting pissed was one of the highlights of the trip. It was unreal. They had sick cocktails for a tenner. So I finally got a, porn, a decent porn star martini. We had zombies. They were going, that's the first time I've ever had a zombie as well. And then me and fucking Luke went inside, right? And we were cussed. The, on the first night when I went to the Danu, they didn't sell Prosecco by the bottle. Bear in mind, all my life up going to these European aways, yeah, as a cider drinker, a lad who can't drink lager, I've always had to pay through the roof for cider. So as I've started turning into liking Prosecco, I used to always think, and I have, and it's not think, like when we've had Milan, it's all the Champions League last uh, last season, yeah, last season, I could get Prosecco, no problem. The year before that, I could get Prosecco, no problem. Anywhere I go, it's cheap as well, so it's not been a problem. Man, why can't you get Prosecco in Toulouse? It's fucking France. So the Danu never sold Prosecco. The first boozer on Thursday never sold Prosecco. And then, so we didn't even ask. Me and Luke didn't even ask for Prosecco yet. We, I said, can we have a bottle of champagne and can we have two porn star martinis? Yeah. So the woman said, we've only just started selling champagne, so I'm going to have to ring the bottle. How blazing a lie is this, mate? She may as well have just fucking set me on fire and laughed at me. She was that red hot, yeah. She said, I'm going to have to ring the boss and see how much we charge for champagne because we've, we've only just started selling it. I'm thinking, yeah, I fucking bet you have to ring the boss and ask him. She even left, didn't she, Luke? She even walked out of the bar and went to the back to ring the boss in case maybe one of us might have fucking had a little bit of French in school or something. And she comes back and goes, it's 80 euros. I'm thinking, fuck you. But by this point, I had a few drinks. So I was like, yeah, go on, 80 euros. So me and Luke went half on the bottle of Prosecco, uh, on the bottle of champagne. But I said, I'll get the, because um, it was my room with me and Luke. I said, I'll get the cornstar martinis. She charges us 80 euros for this champagne, takes the lid off it, puts it into these sick ice bags, which we've kept, by the way. These, these bags, yeah, I put, when we went, when I said we went to our room at half four before the game, waiting for the half an hour for the Danu to open, we, we bought a bottle of Prosecco with ice in it. And when I got back to the room at one in the morning, the ice still hadn't melted. And I took it home. It's here. It's here with me. It's in our fucking locker whenever we have a party or something. So she puts the bottle of champagne in the bag, gets all the bag, tarts it all up, makes it look dead good. Does our porn star martinis, goes into the fucking fridge and pulls out a bottle of Prosecco and fucking pours us two shots of Prosecco into when we've just paid 80 quid for a fucking bottle of champagne. So, and, and Luke will tell you as well. So the, the Prosecco was only 30 fucking euro a bottle. Champagne was 80 and the champagne was disgusting compared to the Prosecco. So after that, we, we ended up, I think we had a bottle of champagne between us and three bottles of Prosecco we ended up getting. Yeah, because we said for 10 euros more, we got these three bottles of Prosecco for the same price as that champagne. So we stayed there for ages. And then finally we said, right, should we have a little walk to the Danu? Because I was doing a watch along in the Danu. I changed it from the... Uh, Black Lion that I'd messaged asking and uh, Black Owl, Black Lion, why are they all the black something? Cut to two and missing another lose light. I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast tomorrow at work. See, like, I, think, I think more people listen, well, they definitely do because it finishes on like 200 views and it always does like a decent. I think more people definitely listen to these back. Do you know, I'm going head to head with Luke Thomas, whose live chat I've actually comment, co copied. I've copied the Luke Thomas live chat, except he doesn't really answer the live chat live because he gets like 50,000 viewers. And I'm going head-to-head -head with me because I just listened to his, his, his later anyway. Sure, that's a nice comment, that. Um, she yeah, went to the went back to the Danu anyway. And um, the worst bit about that laptop picture, right, which all the all the people who are with me will tell you. I'm not asked. I've, I, I I even said to them that like, they was all saying, oh, about the live chat, about the, um, about the, uh, the laptop you're getting to. And it's like, if I seen someone at European away with a fucking MacBook in their hand, they'd get terrorised. So I understand the game. I'm, the game's a game, and I deserve to be terrorised for having a fucking MacBook in my hand. But in my defence, if you look at the picture, right, that up there, hang on, 
So this is the bridge. Look, this is seconds before the picture's taken. That's the Danu, yeah. And we're on the bridge there, and that's that's the bridge where the picture's taken, and that is our hotel, the Ibis, yeah. So that picture is taken at quarter past five, and at twenty to five when we go to my hotel, I don't have the map. I don't have the map book because I just went to get it from the hotel to take it to the fucking Danu to do the watch along. I must have had that. Um, these Luke and Ben who are in here watching this will say, I must have had that map book in my hand 30 seconds before that picture was taken. Because from walking out the hotel to taking that picture, maybe that's 30 seconds of exaggeration, let's say two minutes, I had that map book in my hand and just happened to jump into a picture. And what's the worst bit is, I tried to put the map book behind my back. I do. There's, there's the first picture that was taken, the, like, I've got like half got the map book behind my back and then it was like uncomfortable and the woman kept taking pictures. So I just put it back to the front. And that's where the fucking MacBook picture comes from. Your dad takes a MacBook to the waves. You know what I deserve? You deserve to get terrorized if you've got a MacBook in your hand at your European away. But that is the actual truth about the MacBook. Thank you, Ben. Ben can vouch for me. Um, even had the laptop. I did see Luke. I even had the laptop behind my back at first. I put it behind my back for the first picture. But then it, my hand's like, it's behind my back. And it just was awkward. So I just thought, fuck it, I'll hold it. And one thing I will not fucking stand for is slander about the fucking outfit, mate. That is a serious outfit. I look good in that outfit. Them trainers are very good trainers. Well, what I will say is I don't usually mix navy with black, but two-day trip, Ryanair, I'm not paying 50 quid for a hand luggage case. We just had a backpack. I ain't got time to put two different trainers in, so I had to you know, I had to be creative with my outfits, and I just tried to make sure the black top, my, I'm very colour-coordinated, black top matched the black trainers with the navy pants because my other outfit was all navy. Graham, they're not, bro. I'm going to be honest, they're not. Well, they are for me. I'm fucking banned. I'll always do a watch-along at European Away, you know. They're fucking sick. I promise you now. Hand on heart, swear to God. What doing a watch along in a pub at a European away? Maybe not like Munich away when I was in the ground. It was sick, but most European aways I've and then again Munich away was bad because I was on a I was not in a good way of Munich away. So do you know the good way where you think people are trying to set you up and people are trying to jump you and people are trying to snipe you? That was me in Munich. So I spent the whole fucking game like looking over my shoulder and stuff. So. I enjoyed it. Oh, bro, chain reactions are sick. That makes me laugh as well. They go, someone said, I, uh, I tried desperately to look like a scouser. Um, from that, someone commented saying, uh, he's in his 30s, still trying to dress desperately like a scouser. There isn't a scouser who would be seen dead in chain reactions with Nigerian trackies and no socks. There isn't, is there? Let's have it right, there isn't. And I do think that, like, so, what was, do you know what, I'm not even had one, we're 40 minutes in, I haven't had one question. So yeah, Toulouse, let's just wrap it up. Toulouse, sick trip. Did, the, did me karaoke? My voice is just coming back now. I'll always do karaoke when I'm pissed. iPad then. Nah, probably take me like that book. It's fine. Right, what's the first question we've got? Should we do questions straight away? Yeah, let's get into the questions because we're 40 minutes in. So Paddy, this is actually Paddy's question from last week. And last week, I would have had a much more um, reactionary reply to this. So maybe it's better that I waited this week. So Paddy says, do you reckon we can push for the title this season even without a six? And if we did somehow win it, how does where does that put Klopp among other managers? Right, so I'll start with the Klopp thing. If we win the league this year, Klopp, and even, even if we don't, I think Klopp's not Klopp's always going to be a bit of a laughing stock to other, other people because he's... And I think he... It's hard to say it because I love the man. I love the man I, I, more than most. People know how much I love him. Like, I'm, I'm 100% devoted to him. Bear in mind, a lot of people... Who, I, so I criticised his reaction to the Toulouse fans gate-crashing the... Uh, the uh, da -da 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 press conference. 
I guarantee if I go through all the, a lot of these people who were sticking up for him, who were like mourning about it, they would have been definitely complaining about Klopp last season. Even what that, that Greg guy, what's that? The Greg kid on Twitter, he's, I like him. At first, I weren't too like, sure about him, but I think he's a proper sound kid. I know he gets a lot of grief, but he's sound. That Greg is proper, proper, proper sound. He's a good kid. He's just, he's just, just opinionated, isn't he? And, and, and as much as people won't say it, I've dealt, dealt with this over the years. There's definitely, and it's not a, it's not like a victim, a victim mentality or anything like. There's underlying racism where people just dislike black kids who are opinionated on Twitter, and it's a fact. So Greg will get that forever long he's on Twitter. But that Greg was definitely questioning Klopp, hundred percent questioning Klopp, and I think now he's like quite positive in like on the side of Klopp. Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot of people on Twitter who are definitely like Klopping, love Klopp, Klopp's a man who were not Klopping last season and who were not Klopping during COVID. At least people like Ben, Ben Irons is just always hated Klopp and never really turned his thingy. But Klopp to me, and I don't know if this will, I've known clips he's off anyway, no one's asked. Klopp to me is one of the best managers in history. And I'm not, this is, I'm not lying. I don't, I don't, not just saying that. Klopp is one of the best managers in history. There's things he's done. Look at what he did with Dortmund on a terrible budget. Look what the things he's done with Liverpool on a terrible budget. He's won a Champions League and a league, t- league title on a, and you'll get little fucking retards who go, oh, Liverpool spent 750 fucking million under Klopp. Oh, they said he's not spent no money. Nunes cost 80 million, mate. Look at the money we recoup from our players. Look at. The... Do you think anybody would have finished the window with Endor as their fucking best defensive midfielder signing other than us who were skinned? We're skinned. We've been skinned all through Klopp. He's the only manager in the world who could have made this model work in the world. No one else could have won the Champions League, the Premier League, the FA Cup, the World Club Cup, the League Cup, Regular top four finishes with the budget that he's had compared to our rivals. He, we get outspent by everybody. We get outspent by teams that finish. Villa outspend us regularly. Do you know what I mean? Klopp is Klopp, honestly one of the best managers of all time. And if we win the league this season, it will cement him as one of the best managers of all time. He won't be. He won't be remembered as one of the best managers of all time. And it's probably hard to argue he's one of the best managers of all time because people are thick and haven't got a clue about football. As much as all my takes are bad and I don't really watch football anymore, I still think I, I've kind of, I've got a clue about football and Klopp is one of the best managers of all time and I don't give a fuck if you disagree, agree, whatever. Come on, Dave, mate. Like, I've just seen that. No, there won't be a watch-along in Dublin because if we get to Dublin, there will not be a watch-along in Dublin. Pep Guardiola could not do with this Liverpool team what Klopp has done. And I get almost guarantee it that Klopp would win, would have won more European Cups at City with unlimited money. Klopp is a better manager than Pep Guardiola, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to ask what the trophies say. I'm going to ask what the stats say. Klopp is a better manager than Pep Guardiola, 100%. And I'd even argue he's not that far of being as good a manager as, as Fergie. I don't care what anyone says about that. That's my opinion on it. So... No, I don't think we'll win the league. I think City are too strong. I think, well, like I've said, I've said it a few times, and I think last week I would have been well worse than this, but I think us, Arsenal, City, not Tottenham, us, Arsenal and City will be like we are now, where some people drop points, some people win, some people drop points, and then there's like a point in it, two points in it. Some you, Liverpool will lose one week. Well, Pep is better than... Oh, Pep's definitely a better manager than Fergie. A million percent better manager than Fergie. Mourinho's a better manager than them all. Mourinho and Klopp are Mourinho and Klopp are the ones that are above fucking Pep and Fergie. Villa come for Ben Villa do not come for mate. When the back when Villa will finish where they should finish because people this is like that this Cole Palmer thing though. Can you believe the shit I'm getting for saying Cole Palmer's overrated? He scored four penalties. Mourinho's better than Klopp. Turn it in. I have I haven't just I've not just said Mourinho, Klopp's better than Mourinho. I said Klopp and Mourinho are above Fergie and Pep. 
Mourinho's better than Klopp, yeah? Of course he is. He won the league with he won the Champions League with Porto and Inter Milan. Of course, I'm not stupid. Mourinho is better than Klopp. Mourinho's one of the best managers of all time. I used to think Mourinho was a checkbook manager when he was at Chelsea. I thought he got lucky with Porto because bad managers and bad champ and bad teams have won European Cups. But then he went to Inter Milan and won the treble, including the European Cup. So no, of course, yeah, Mourinho's a better manager than Klopp. Or so far, but then again, look at how far Mourinho's fell off. Whereas I think Klopp might get out of the game before he falls off, like Mourinho's fell off. So time will tell. But look at this Cole Palmer. I've said Cole Palmer's overrated. I've said he's overrated. Never said he's dog shit. Never said he's terrible. I said he's overrated stat padder because everyone thinks he's good because he scored four penalties in the in the league, or might be five penalties now in the league, and he had a good game today. And it's like it's almost as if I said like Messi's not good at football. Like how can anyone, even if. You can either think he's overrated or overhyped. I think I said overhyped. So I don't even think I said overrated. I think I said overhyped. Yeah, I thought I said, what did I say? Was it overrated or overhyped? I think, it, oh, it still went off. 20 plus. <laughs> 20, 20 plus. I've just completely like that. It over, over my head. Um, hang on. Cole Palmer, overhyped. Not overrated, overhyped. And people are, so you could, you can either think he's overhyped or you can think he's very good. But saying he's overhyped because he's had, because you've seen him play a few times and never thought anything of him and he scored four, four penalties. This isn't like out of this world. Someone said, uh, did you watch the game? How much did the game? Did you watch? I said, I turned it off at 2-1. They said, well, why are you commenting on it? Well, why would I not? Why can I not say it? Cole Palmer's overhyped because I didn't watch 60 minutes of football today. Would I base my whole opinion on Cole Palmer off 60 minutes against Chelsea today? No, I wouldn't fucking base my whole opinion on Cole Palmer off 60 minutes against Chelsea. I think he's overhyped and I think he's a stat padder with penalties. And if he hadn't scored them four or five penalties, nobody would be saying he's playing well. Maybe he ran Chelsea ragged today, but even then, without the penalty, no one gives a fuck. A goal, goals and assists are all that people curb at nowadays. So he's a stat padder and he's overrated, overhyped. Don't know about overrated because I don't know how much people rate him, but he's definitely overhyped. Um, but no, City will do what they always do. It might be close until February, and then they'll just win 13 games in a row, and we'll finish seven points behind them. So no, I don't really think we're in a title race. Joe Wayne, next question: If every cheeseburger you ate was worth a grand, how many do you reckon you'd be able to get through after double dropping an echo and waiting for it to kick in? I'm just gonna say none because I think you'd just spew all the time. I don't think you'd be able to get through it. Everyone, like anyone who's double dropped in here in a previous life. It's tough, isn't it? If you've ever tried to eat, try even even the next day when you've slept and your stomachs are all fucked and you try and front like a roast. Will you say years time that you were wrong or that? No, I won't. No, I won't die on the hill. No, if you if it turns out to be unbelievable, no, I won't die on the hill. I think I think history will back me up on it when he plays for Tottenham or Everton in five years. So, but no, if he ends up going on to be unbelievable for City. Look, I look at what the stuff I said about Harry Kane his first few seasons at Tottenham. I said he was a one-season wonder. I said he's terrible, overrated, dog shit, typical Englishman. Mate, what, Don, why are you England? I'm literally doing a live chat, mate, and closing the live chat on my screen. Um, I said he's overrated. I said he, I said he's shit. I, I went as far as saying he's shit. Now, I would say Kane's one of the best strikers of our generation. Obviously, Miles behind that, Suarez and that, but unbelievable striker. And the only thing I would say was that he was like a fucking... Professional trophy dodger, and now he's gone to. Uh, and I, even though, even though, um, I agree with that, Mike. I don't think Pep Guardiola sells superstars for 45 million, but even though Kane's gone to Bayern Munich and they can't really be an easier team in the possibly in the world to win trophies for than Bayern Munich, he's still gone and done it. He's gone out of his comfort zone. I know Germans speak English, but he's gone to Germany and played football. He was the main man at Tottenham, he could have been the main man there forever. I know he's probably got it in his deal where he can, um, where he can come back and like, you know, like still. He'd be stupid to ever go to someone else in England. I think Munich was like the easy one because what I always think of me, because I'm a bit like cynical and curb, 
I always think about like the after football. If I was a footballer and you was a one club man and it gets to like Kane's age where you're 29, 30, what's the point in leaving? Because you may as well just stay at Tottenham forever and then you've got a job for life just being an ambassador, just being Mr. Tottenham, do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Like Shear ended up being at the end at Newcastle. I know he wasn't a club, one club man, but you know, you know what I mean? So, but because he's gone to Munich and he probably will do two years there, win all the domestic trophies and then come back to Tottenham, he'll still get that at Tottenham. So, like, I don't think you can knock Harry Kane now. And even if he goes there and wins the the, the FA Cup, their League Cup in the league, that's all what? He's won three trophies. He's won a league title. A lot of people don't win league titles. Gerard never won a league title. So, fair play to Kane. Um, I don't know how we've got off double dropping Gary's and eating cheeseburgers to that. But yeah, uh, no, no, I couldn't eat a double, I couldn't eat a double cheeseburger. On Gary's. Uh, PB, met you in the Black Hole on Thursday, mate. What's your best European away in France? I don't remember PB in the Black Hole. PB? I don't even know who PB is. I was speaking to a few people waiting for the bogs, and then when you started using the bogs across the road, he'll go back to Spurs anyway, give him whatever job he wants. Yeah, yeah, probably Stefan. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, best European away in France would, I'd say Toulouse, because the only ones I remember is. Um, I've always said that. Gareth Southgate took Middlesbrough down. Let's not, can people not forget that? He took Middlesbrough down and then managed to like job for the boys it all the way through the FA. Because like anyone who's a sort of yes man will get the under 21s job or under 19s job at the, uh, the FA and then just got himself in the top job. And let's have it right. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says here. Gareth Southgate is underperforming with this English squad. We've got one of the best squads, like player for player, in, in of all. I've just said we. <laughs> We've got one of the best squads. England has got one of the best squads, player for player, of all other countries in the world, without a doubt. And he's got, I know it looks good on paper. We got us to a World Cup semi, got us to a fa- uh, European Cup final. Mate, how did he not beat that Italian team in the European, European Cup final? Thank God they never, but they never. Like, Gareth Southgate's underperforming getting to finals and semi finals and losing. He's not overperforming with this England squad. This England squad should be definitely, without question, winning tournaments, and they're not winning tournaments. Oh, he's a shocking manager. And that's another one. He'll get, he'll never, he'll cling on to the England job. Do you know, like how he, his agent and that puts out little things saying like, oh, he's a, he, he might, that might, he goes in the press, he might leave this summer. That's just to get new deals. He's, he's fucking, he's ridiculous. He knows, I look at the Croatia team as well, semi-finals, Croatia team after being 1-0 up. Shit's to bed as well. He always, after winning 1-0 up against that Italian team, he should have put his foot on their neck and you would have been 3-0 up after 60 minutes because that Italian team was dog shit. And they were, I know they'd, everyone goes, oh, they'd won fucking how many games? I don't give a fuck how many games they'd won in a row. And I don't care that they won the Euros either because England versus Italy was in the final of the Euros and it wasn't a good competition. And they should have beat that Italian team and they never. Gareth Southgate has underachieved with England. And look at how bad he did the last World Cup. What did they get to quarterfinals? Leave were. That's the thing. Where's he going to go? Who's going to give him a job? He's not going to ever get United job. He's not going to get. He would never walk into a top Premier League club. And if he doesn't get a top Premier League job where he can blag it, he would. Do you know what? Right, guys, I really, really need a piss. But luckily, you know what I mean, now the money man. I've got a toilet downstairs, so you'll have to give me a second. This has been a very interrupted live chat, but we're back and we'll go well over today because I'm having a good time. This is a good swing one. Need a piss, guys. Back in a sec. Only if you can hear me through the mic. Safe. This is stuff you only get on my live chat. Pisses, mid thing. But what else should I do? Could piss myself. Oof. Oh. oh. I have to wash my hands. Several's there. Tell the truth, everyone. If you all have a piss in here, you always wash your hands. I mean, I do most times, but. Tell, there's no one to replace him and everyone knows he got this grim job who follows England and thinks he's great. 
Remember when people? Remember when they changed the fucking uh, tube station to Gareth Southgate, whatever, and people were wearing waistcoats for fancy dress? Ridiculous, mate. This country's mad, though. They'll jump on anything. Um, best European away in France. I'm just going to go straight with Toulouse. Maybe it's recency bias. <laughs> Why was everyone saying recency bias as well with Moreno being better than um, Costas? Moreno is a better player than Costas, so I'm going to refuse to answer. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. So I refuse to answer. <laughs> Every single time I wash my hands. Uh, well, do you know what? I've got there's a, I suppose, yeah, I probably do actually because there is a sink in the bathroom. If I go and have a, I don't know if I'm eating or anything, yeah, do I always wash my hands around this? Yeah, I think I, I think I do. I think I do. Moreno goal against Spurs. I was there and I liked Moreno as well from Villarreal and I loved him when he came. And yeah, he was a crab. No one's saying he's not a crab, but he was also a lot more fun than Costas around the place. And he was, someone said, and he was a goal threat. He scored like four or five goals, didn't he, for Liverpool altogether. He was, he was, he was good. But I'm, listen, I'll never forgive him for the Sevilla final myself, but Costas has never played in the final to cost us a final for everyone to hate him. And Moreno also didn't play against Van Dijk. You, Moreno, I promise you, if you put Moreno against Van Dijk for all these little cameo appearances like Costas has, would not be the same Moreno you know him as because he would be ordered about by Van Dijk if you piss in the middle of the night and you're man man. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave, zip that on the head. Let's put it on. If you, I was in the bar before the Everton match, well, I've lost it. If you piss in the middle of the night, you're a man man if you're washing your hands and risking waking up more. I'm the same. Anything you do, if you don't take your phone to the toilet in the middle of the night, don't put a light on, don't do nothing. You go, you have your piss, you get back in bed. Because if you wake yourself up a little bit more, you can be up for two hours. You can be lying there wide awake for two hours. And who the fuck wants that? But Timikas is shite, mate. Terrible, bad left back. Was never good. Wasn't good when he was doing his cameos. Just got away with it because Van Dyke was superhuman and he was playing next to him. Like it, whereas if Trent was a left-footed left-back, it would people would consider him the, one of the left, best left-backs in history if he was playing against Van, Van Dijk all the time. Traore, the worst left-back we've ever had. Is Traore the worst? Uh, potentially. Mourinho was like... Mourinho. Mourinho was like Trent, but worse. Shite defender, but had some form of threat going forward. Yeah, he did. What Mourinho did, which was the worst, was he would... He couldn't cross the ball without blasting it. He just blasted everything. His goal against Tottenham was blasted. I don't know any other... Maybe the other goals he blasted them. All his crosses were blasted. Everything was blasted. Uh, but he was still... I liked Moreno. And he had. He used to walk his fucking... What were the, them uh, savage dogs before? XL Bullies. The one with the long faces. He walked one of them on a fucking uh, hoverboard. Do you know what I mean? I cannot like... Oh, yeah, Koncheski. Koncheski was better, worse than Traor, yeah. Paul Koncheski is the worst left back. I'll never forget that goal against Tottenham. To lose two one, it was a it made them look, we lost two one, didn't we? Enrique was shit, but he wasn't as bad as them. The thing was, what I always say about Enrique, it was like he was a fly with one wing. He used to just like remember when he used to just like going around in the circle, just get like he was he was bull terrier. Is that a bull terrier with a long face? Is that what he had a bull terrier? He had a bull terrier and used to fucking walk it on a hoverboard, mate. And we nearly won the league with Alice Soko, so how can you criticize him that much? We have had some bad. That was a bad thing. You remember um, Dosena as well. But then Dosena scored past Madrid and uh, United, and that was like one of the best little stages of my life. That so hard to criticize Dosena. Aurelio was the one if he'd stayed fit. But then again, someone when I said that on Twitter once, someone like hit me back with, "You only think Aurelio was good because he was never fit, so he only played. He never played a running the team." And maybe there's some truth to that as well. We've had some bad left backs: Sissoko, Traore, Dosena. And not kind of really in that. Even Risa wasn't ever really that good. He was okay. And then that goal against Chelsea. I really the the Risa goal against Chelsea is worse than anything any of the left backs done. Did anybody did everybody watch the what did anybody watch the watch along and hear what the Norwegian guys we met was telling us about Risa? 
done bad things. You used to take tickets to the players, get got you know nowhere. Yeah, loads of the players have done that though. Even even local scousers from the youth team touted tickets. So I'm not asked about that. Smidge, what do you make of the protest this weekend? And would you ever go to a protest? So I like Smidge. One protest I've ever been to in my entire life, and that was the Hicks and Gillette out protest. I went to that. That's the only protest I've ever been in my life, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. And that was Hicks and Gillette. And this weekend, so I get, I, I'm guessing, are the Palestinian protesters being violent? I don't, I'm not kept up with it. Are they being violent? Was they saying they was going to go and deface statues and stuff? Or is that just something like these fucking idiots who didn't have anywhere to be, be otherwise made up? Like, what? I don't get it. Um, I'll MMA, I'll reply, I'll answer that in a minute. Actually, no, go and watch the watch along if you want because I. Don't really want to put that in here. Maybe for maybe for some obscure reason that John Arnarisa would somehow get hold of this. I'd get sued for what they were telling us, but it's on there. Um HS, is that his Toki? His Toki checker. He can't fight, no. Um what was I saying then? Yeah, Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson's just a grafter, isn't it? Grafter, grifter. I suppose he's, he has got a graft going on. I feel like he just like dies down because he's not really on social media anymore. He just makes things like, oh, because right, then he'll get loads of things to his Telegram and he'll get loads of donations to his PayPal. So when it ever comes to anything, so these, pro- I'm sure protesters about Palestine and Israel, even even Israel, even the Israeli counter-protesters, I don't know if they're doing that, but even the Israeli people, other than the fact that Israel, the Israel nation are fucking horrendous and have been bombing kids and everything, but actually the Israeli protesters, I feel like, seem to have been okay. And... Um, they was going to pass the career match, but they never was. Yeah, I didn't think they ever was either, Ben. Um, whenever, right, I'll just cut, cut this short. Whenever the whenever these protests seem to get involved with the football lot, the Stone Island Muppets who wear goggles in the hats in the 50s and all dressed the same and wear fucking orange jackets and stuff, yeah. And they, 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 colour, they colour shade like a girl colours, colours the house in just complete neutrals, aren't they? Like a neutral green top, like the, the, the sh- horrific, most worst, scruffiest shade of green that looks like it's faded. It, they bought it brand new and it looks like it's faded in 10 washes. It looks like it used to be proper green and then it's faded. Them idiots who have goggles and the hats and all them scruffs. The, the protests only go wrong when they all turn up, Charlie bare their heads, all looking the same, all dressed the same, covering the faces like anyone gives a fuck. That, that's... That's what, so he got off after an hour and a half. He was, yeah, but did you see the video where he's walking and someone goes, Tommy, and he's like this. He was child out of his head, mate. He must have been paranoid out of his head. No wonder he got off after an hour. He just goes to show his face to get, to do the, uh, to do the rounds of Tommy Robinson's there, and then he gets off. He's not interested. And he's about five, five as well. Imagine having a fight with Tommy Robinson. You'd fucking kill him. Okay, the race realize most Muslims are actually sound. Is he hard, Tommy? There's no way Tommy Robinson's hard. Oh, do you mean Tommy is HS or do you mean his Tommy Robinson's not hard? No, he's a he's a midget, and his name's fucking Aaron Lexus, whatever he's called. No, he's not hard. Definitely, definitely not hard. Uh, right, Nathan Raymond, oh, our guy, one of the main lads, one of the ones who got who we got called Calais um, immigrants. Given Specky abomination might be the best show ever. What's the funniest thing someone's called you online? Online, I don't know. I'll always maintain the Jigaboo story is the funniest one in terms of like not actually realizing that I was being insulted. Um, dress for the short slander, please. Ruth. What short? Oh, are you short, Stefan? How short? Stefan, how much? How tall are you? Because I, everyone knows I'm six foot bang on. Everyone knows this. Uh, what's the worst thing I've been called? Do you know what? So it's very rare that I get original shouts anymore. It's just, oh, it's oh, Harvey Price. And it's like, Harvey Price. Well, one thing I would used to say, one thing I used to say about Harvey Price is, I could batter Tommy Robinson in any setting. He is a very short man. Yes, I could beat him in any fight. 
And if I, without question, yeah, I'm very confident in the fact that I could win Tommy Robinson in a fight. Um, I get, I used to always say, you know, when people used to tag me, look, I've just seen Josh Woods on the bus and it'd just be some black kids sat there with a big head. If they ain't got glasses, I was not having the comparison. But then that Liverpool football girl has turned everything on its head because she doesn't wear glasses and it's a spitting image. Without my beard, it is the spitting image. So, yeah. So, but the, the Harvey Price shouts to, I don't, I don't think I look like Harvey Price. I know I'm fat and black and he's fat and, well, sometimes I'm fat and black. I am fat and black at the minute and he's fat and black. I don't think I look like him. But nowadays on Twitter, you just get the same shouts, Mr. Potato Head. Bear in mind, let me just tell you about Mr. Potato Head. He was my favourite character on uh, Toy Story. So it's not even a, that to me is not a, an insult. He was about it, mate. Mr. Potato Head used to terrorise them all. Go and watch Toy Story as an adult and look at, think, look at the funny things Mr. Potato Head used to say. He was witty, he was intelligent, he was funny. Me, I'm Mr. Potato Head. So I'll happily be Mr. Potato Head. Um, but yeah, now a lot of the shouts are shit, but I would say the that guy who said that last week, even though all the other stuff in the tweet was bizarre because he said that I'm always online when he'd sent 40,000 more tweets than me in the same time on Twitter, which is a lot, by the way, because I've sent 30,000 tweets, he'd sent 70,000 tweets in the same time. So saying that I'm permanently online was weird, but he did say <laughs> your mum was doing the worm with you. Um, well, she was pregnant, which is quite funny. That's quite a funny show. <laughs> the work, because obviously, if you know Scotty too hot, you know the worm. That's funny. He's five six. Who's five? Who's five six? Uh, John Lennon. Why was I going to say John Lennon then? Um, what's he called? What, what, Tommy Robinson's five six. I would. I wouldn't even hit him. I just put him in it. I reckon you could have him in an headlock just doing that to him. He's that fucking small. Five six. I'm not saying there's not people who are five six who couldn't bat you because obviously there are people who are five six who would just fucking light you up without without even knowing you've been punched. But I know Tommy Robinson would get terrorised. I don't know what the funniest thing I've ever been called online is. Should we just change it to what's the funny? I I always think the funniest shout that's just random and doesn't really even make sense is Belt Sanderhead to Keith Lemon. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, let's move on because we're an hour in now and we've still got a few questions to go. But I am having fun. This is a good one. This I'm enjoying this live chat. Elam, let's questions. Here we are. King Wolfpack, how would Prime Mike Tyson have done in the UFC? So you're in here, so you can you can finger this because I was thinking about this question. Do you mean with a bit of like jujitsu training, or do you just mean, do you just mean Prime Mike Tyson was quite like had a low sense of gravity, so maybe he had naturally good defense, uh, takedown defense, and was strong and could punch like foot with four inch gloves, or do you mean like he? trained for a fight a little bit and was fighting. Because, like, if you put Mike Tyson in against any heavyweight in of any any UFC caliber heavyweight who fought for a belt, who even who... If anyone who's won two fights in the UFC as a heavyweight would beat Mike Tyson in the UFC. And you're also asking the wrong person because a lot of people idolise and hold Mike Tyson up here. Mike Tyson was a flat-track bully who was not that good. Short one. Uh, he would have done poorly. Mike Tyson would do poorly in the UFC. Yeah, he got ragdoll bag. Yeah, but come on, Paddy, that was a setup. You're putting you're putting James Tony in the UFC, who was already brain damaged against fucking Couture. Not not against just a random MMA fighter against one of the best of all time. Do you know what I mean? Randy Couture, one of the best of all time. Like, yeah, he got set up bad. Um, but yeah, Mike Tyson would have done poorly because he wasn't that good. <laughs> how much is Wolfpack's grandfather clock worth? Now, I'm not an antique guy. I don't really watch antique roadshow or anything like that. A lot? I don't know. A lot? How much is it worth? How much is that grand grandfather clock worth? How much is a grandfather clock worth? Is it worth more than a watch? Two, three hundred quid? Four hundred quid? I'm well off. I could be well off. I don't know. A grand? I might be well too high. 
A couple hundred. And who is the hardest fella you know on Twitter? Hardest fella you know on Twitter? Uh, I don't know. I always say, like we always say in this, and Stefan said it, and we've, we've said this. I think just, I think in terms of being hard, people are hard, hard but you just got to sort of more be keep. Jed, Jed, I think, I think Jed's had a couple of MMA fights and stuff like. For the shit Jed gets, like on Twitter by like Everton fans, like Jed, Jed can definitely have a rumble. Um, Jed, Jed's definitely one. Probably because I don't really know many hard people on Twitter because Twitter's all smoke and mirrors, isn't it? Most of the people on Twitter can't actually fight. I'm not, I can't fight. I'm not, I always, always repeat that I can't fight. I will just have a fight if I had to have a fight. So, trying to think, who do I know on Twitter who's hard? Jed can have a fight, definitely. Louis, if Louis. I know Louis always got a uh, um, thingy account. Louis, if Louis, Louis always got a uh, not a stalking account, a lurking account. So let's say Louis, Jed, they can fight. Yeah, we'll say Louis and Jed, they can both have a fight. Um, how old Jed? Don't know. Forty-two, something. Forty-two, forty-three. Jed's a cool guy, mate. I, I hope I'm as cool as Jed at his age. I like he's a cool dad. Jed's a cool dad. Loves Twitter and get, tells me I love Twitter and Jed definitely loves Twitter as much as me, if not more. But he's a cool guy. And he's one of my good friends, actually, Jed. One of the first people I actually met. Jed's one of the first people I met. One of the first, like, scouse-going people I met from Twitter in real life and we're still, like, very good friends to this day. Five foot five, lad, Ballard. Stefan, you're five five. Oof. Have I met you in real life, Stefan? I feel like we have. Darren Bond. Who would you want? I think I met you a couple of times, actually. I don't ever remember you being that small. Think you'd beat Paul Smith in an MMA fight? Boxing Paul Smith or the one who just had the one against Paul Quickenden? Uh, Darren Bond, who would you want to slap the most? Boris Johnson, Rishi Sunak, Tommy Robinson or John Terry? And, and the reason why it's John Terry, not John Terry. John Terry is just a really big cockney, like a proper cockney, wheeler dealer, geezer, Horrible, horrible, horrible Chelsea, but he's just Chelsea, and he? he's just a Chelsea Cockney, like that's what he is. Um, yeah, Jed's definitely sounded off Twitter than he is on Twitter, but everyone's sounded off Twitter than, than they are on Twitter. Like that guy, the other, some guy on Twitter called um, Rugs or something. Like it. We, me and El Amlet was arguing with him on uh, on last night, I think. Yeah, last night, and he has a drink, and every time, and it, he's done it three times now. So we did it, I think, in like. 2018, then he did it in 2020 because it was during lockdown and he's just done it again last night. Every so often, he comes out and starts saying that I'm like, not, I'm a fake because the place in Farmworth where he, he used to work, he was like a labourer, yeah, Riggs. He was like a labourer, he's like a labourer, well, he wasn't like a labourer, he was a labourer in this, um, in this, in the body shop that I used to take my cars to when I crashed them because I was always just a bit of a dickhead driver. Um, he's fixed three of my cars and then they wrapped one of my cars as well. Um, and he always goes, oh no, Josh, when he, Josh comes in, he's, and spoke to him once in my life, right? The only time me and him ever had an interaction. So I, my dad knew his boss. So I only ever spoke to the boss. Why would I speak to the guy that's at the back of the fucking place, spraying cars and fucking, you know, like cleaning cars ready to be uh, fixed by the boss. I never, never, ever, this is not me lying. He says that I'm timid and shy, and there's one thing that anyone who, on here who's met me, even if people confront me in a bog and I'm on my own and I'm pissed and they're pissed, or I'm on my own and I'm sober, I'm not shy or timid. I will talk to anyone. I will, if people have that, just go ask Dean, let's say Dean Raven, a good example. Me and Dean Raven went to Chelsea once, yeah, and Dean Raven had to 
fucking drag me off a tube because I was arguing with about 10 Chelsea fans on my own. Would have got my head filled in. I, I'm not shy. I'm not timid. I'm not, I am, I'm not like a loud hard mouth or anything, but I'm not shy or timid. And he always says, oh, he's shy and timid because I used to go to the garage and give these, his, his boss my keys and talk to his boss and never talk to him. And then what happened was once, right, his boss went on holiday and he said that my car would be done in a day. And this guy, because he's, he's what you'd expect from a lad who, like, who works, who just works in a garage and is criminally underpaid by his boss who makes serious money. He obviously wanted an early get-off. I don't blame him, mate. He went to the pub, he got off early and went to the pub. So I turned up at closing because his boss said, go go just before they close and your car will be ready. The fucking whole garage is shut down. I needed my car. Mike, people like, I always think about Twitter and Twitter knows nothing about my life, but I needed my car back then. So went and the garage weren't there. So I'm like, what the fuck? The garage was shut and I needed my car. I was told it would take a day. My car wasn't there. So I rang his boss because I had a direct number to his boss because his boss knew my dad. And, uh, and I'm like, mate, like the garage is shut. I need my car. So the guy had to had to come back. His boss rang him and forced him to come back. And obviously, I didn't mean to grass him up, but I blew him up for leaving early and going to the pub. And he turned up in this clapped out red micro. And he was like, he had four people in the car that I'm guessing he said, come on, I've got to go back. And he had to go. And this is the only interaction we've ever had in our life, me and this guy. He lives in a fancy world. And he's done it three times, 2018, 2020, and last night. And he went inside the boot, it went inside the garage, gave me my car, I backed my car at the garage and I left in my car. And then the next day I took it back to him and he had to finish it off. And he's held a grudge ever since. Held a grudge ever since. Because, and I, because I obviously got him in trouble with his boss by accident and he had to come back from the pub to give him my car. And he, and he says, and he put this today, he, some girl said, oh no, Josh is sound. He, he's, he's proper sound. He's like, no, no, he's a fake. I am, honestly. Anyone who was in the Danu on Wednesday or Thursday, I fucking got up and did Curlish Whisper in a full packed to the rafters boozer. Like, I'm not shy or timid. I know a lot of people want to, and I've said this multiple times on these live chats, I know a lot of people say, he is an embarrassment. I know a lot of people sort of like want to get into it that I'm just like nerdy kid. And I am, I am a nerdy kid. I like Harry Potter. I love Lord of the Rings. I used to love playing on my Xbox on Gears of War and that. I am a nerdy kid, but I am also not shy, not timid. I am just, I'm as loud off Twitter as I am in Twitter. I'm like, obviously if I walked into a fucking, if I go into a, uh, barbers or something that I've never been into and there's 10 people in there all having a conversation I don't think I'm going to start standing on the chair pulling my pants down and start you know, like swinging my dick around or anything but there's no setting that I go into where I will be the most quiet person in that setting ever and Luke will tell you Ben first time I ever met Ben was this European away when I'm out I'm holding court I'm the entertainment I'm in the corner of the room being the loudest I'm much you know what I mean this is just a fact so don't know how we got onto that massive tangent, but that is just a fact of life. What was we talking about? Oh, the hardest fellow on Twitter. He said, you're sly. Who said I'm sly? The guy said I'm sly. Oh, shy. Shy, mate. That's one thing no one had ever labelled me with is shy. I'm almost overly cheeky where I'm a bit fringy. Do you think Grouty is in here tonight? Grouty, I'd love to see what Grouty looks like. No, Grouty's not in here. Right, we're on. Oh, so who would I slap out then? Boris Johnson, Rishi Sunak, or Tommy Robinson? Um, probably Tommy Robinson because he's got. If I'm, I don't know how to choose one, so I'm gonna do it as a like a reason behind it because Boris Johnson and Rishi would just ring the police, so you'd be fucked. Whereas Tommy's got this like fake persona where I don't think he could grass on you. He'd just have to take the slap. And if I saw Tommy Robinson, just me and him, if we were just walking. He was somehow just walking down my street and I was walking down my street and you just slapped him. I think it'd be fine. What's going on with the podcast? Which, what do you mean? 
So the football podcast, I'm back on Tuesday. I was just ill. I was just ill on Tuesday. Like, I've, as I've, as people didn't want to see, I was really on Tuesday, so I never did the football podcast. And um, this Tuesday, I'll be back. And then from the second week of December, we're doing our non, not non-football, because there will be a lot of football talk on there. It'll probably be half football. But whereas that Tuesday one's restricted to football. And again, this week, I haven't watched this. I watched when Sterling scored to make it 2-1 against Chelsea, I turned the game off because I was watching some cult about... Uh, twin Flames or something. I'd rather watch Colts about Twin Flames and watch football. So I just don't watch football enough to do a full football podcast all the time. So we'll do. I'm going to be doing this little like nice. Oh yeah, Ru, yeah, that that rugs. Yeah, mate, he's a sausage. He's just a scruff from Little Wilton. Um, but yeah, shy. Like if he said like, I don't even know what he could what he could label with me. I always I said this to him in 2020 when when he said that um, he's a bit so. He said I'm socially awkward. Like I walk into there and I chat. Me and his boss will chat so long that so I used to. I remember I used to drop my car off before work, and I'd sometimes I'd chat to his boss that long that I'd be late for work and I'd have to apologise to work. But I never spoke to him because he was just the, the guy who was there, who just worked there, who, who was just always at the back getting, like I said, getting criminally underpaid to do probably most of the work. Like I never spoke to him. Why would I speak to him? I spoke to his boss because I knew his boss. And he doesn't even work there anymore. Now he's a fucking ground worker. So yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, but yeah, the podcast. This Tuesday, I'll be back on it. Everyone watch it. What's it? Uh, I forgot his name then. Uh, we're off topic. And then still trying to find... So Jordan McCann's from Little Alton, which is two minutes away from Farnworth, which is where I'm from. But he actually grew up in Salford, I think, and bigs up Salford. Someone said he got banned from Little Alton, but I don't think he did. I think he was a... Do you know Jordan McCann, actually? No, I don't think. I actually know from, like a, from, from people I know. He was a bit of a muppet in Little Alton. He got terrorised in Little Alton. And then went to Salford and I don't know if he just fronted it enough or maybe just like you can fall in with, you can be a Muppet in one area. I think that was the same as that. Uh, what's he called? Um, what's the West Ham guy called? Who's massive in Newisham, Newisham, but he moved out of an area where he wasn't big and went there. So Jordan McCann, I think was a bit of a Muppet in Little Alton and then went to Salford and sort of like upscaled himself into being like what he is now. Uh, but yeah, he's from round the corner for mine. Yeah. But, very different areas, Little and there's Little, so we used to grow up in a, a so the Little Alton Bridge separates Newberry where I grew up and on the bridge is Tim Tim's house where we grew up, the TGC Tim's gaff crew and Tim lived bef- before the bridge and people who would live before the bridge would have full Bolton Newberry accents, like, don't know if I've got like the most full-blown Bolton accent but like full-blown like cheesecake Bolton accents, Margo or stuff like that and then this bridge is 200 meters, and on the opposite side, you'd get people who live in Little Alton who have the fakest, or maybe not fake because that's just how they speak, but like, do you know, like quite man accents? Like, all right, mate, what are you up to, mate? So, yeah, he's from Little Alton, which is like two minutes away from Farnworth, but we're not, but it is very Little Alton and Farnworth are two very, very different places. Do you reckon Tom would make it look that easy last night? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't think Tom did. You think Tom would make it that easy? No, I thought. As you can see by my tweet, 20 per seconds before he stopped him in the first round, I thought the only chance Tom would be able to have to beat him, only because of the notice, because I'm not massive on Pavlovich, I don't think he's that good, because I, I always remember watching him in his uh, debut against Overeem, where Overeem terrorised him. I thought it would have to be Tom Lee or Pavlovich earlier, and I thought Pavlovich might win just because Tom had two weeks' notice. So, no, didn't think he would make it that easy, and he made it fucking easy, so fair play to him. Um, and I don't... I, I said this on Twitter, and and I need to, I'm going to stress, I'm going to, I'll get this out now. John Jones is one of my favourite MMA fighters of all time. He's the best MMA fighter of all time. 
And when I said that he doesn't want any smoke with the heavyweights, why would he? Why would he want smoke with the heavyweights? What's John Jones got? If John Jones beats Tom Aspinall, right, he will gain nothing from it. No, half the people still to this day don't know who Tom Aspinall is. He's, won the, he's just won the interim title in a not probably not done a very well pay-per-view fighting. I know the New York card should have done well, but by the time it was all said and done, it wouldn't have done that well. The card wasn't that great. Tom Aspinall's not a big hit. He's still not even a massive UK star. He's, not, he's probably still not as big as Leon because he had a, like a bigger breakout win. Uh, and he had a UK like prime time slot winning, like defending his belt. He gains nothing from beating Tom, Tom Aspinall. Why would he want to fight Tom Aspinall? Why would he want to fight any of these up-and-comers? Fight Steve here in a big celebrity heavyweight title fight and then retire. You've done everything. You've won everything. Why do you want to waste your time fighting these people? They're all killers. And what, what have you got to gain? He looked... The game fight masked how bad he looked at light heavyweight in his last three fights. He went the distance with Anthony Smith. He went the distance with... Uh, Thiago Santos, on, who had no, both had blown both his knees out, and he went the distance with Dominic Reyes, who's been stopped, I think, five times in a row since then, and will probably end up getting released. So, like, John Jones is definitely over the hill. The heavyweight thing ended up being a bit of a desperation. And listen, I love him. He's the best of all time. Winning the belt at heavyweight also makes him the best of all time, more so. But why would he fight Tomas Bong? No, fight Stipe, retire. We'll all love you. You'll go down as the best of all time. You do not need to waste your time fighting these people. Let Tomas Bong defend his title against Gain in London or in Manchester. Put it in Manchester. They keep saying they want to go to the UK and they're not going to do a stadium. Stop going to London. Charge everyone through the roof for a Manchester show. We'll all pay it still because I'll go to that. Let him fight Gain for the defend his interim title. Then do um, Jones versus Stipe for the full title in the hot and do what you said with. Um, GSP Bisbin, where you say Whitaker will fight the winner, knowing full well that he GSP is not going to fight him, and then he retires, <coughs> and Aspinall either gets promoted to the full champion or they do a Aspinall versus whoever else is there for the full title. You'll get under the next year because Jones won't fight. Jones and Stipe will fight. They'll both just take it slightly injured uh, at the back end of next year. And the UFC, Dana White said in the press conference, that is the fight. That's that fight is still happening no matter what. They're still doing that fight. So Jones and Stipe will definitely still fight. Right, last question. I didn't even mean to save this till last. Is it the last question? Yeah. You seem to take a lot of shit on the... This is from Zach S, and I think he's in here because he does watch it live. You seem to take a lot of shit on the internet now, now more than ever since becoming a YouTuber. <laughs> I still don't think I'm a YouTuber. Has any anything anyone ever said genuinely ever bothered you? It could be about you or your family, or have you always been as unbothered as you seem to be? So I don't know if he's... I feel like he's not because he's because he's shown that I do speak to Zach, uh, or I have been speaking to Zach. And when he says like, "Have you been as unbothered as you seem to be?" So one thing I'll say right about Twitter is I think people think you're more bothered than you are because they'll go, "Look, you're fuming." Do you know how easy it is to sit and just tweet stuff? Like you can sit watching. Oh, sometimes I'll be sat watching TV, or sat sat watching, sat literally playing with JJ and set, fire off a tweet at someone, replying to someone who's like sent me a picture of Mr. Potato Head or something. And I'm not fuming. I'm having a good time. I'm having a great time. Like, I don't know. I think maybe that's just what people like to think. But I, I like I said, I used to sort of be like this. I used to, when I was, when I was like 21, 22, I used to want to get bites and want to make people fuming. And the whole thing was getting responses. And I think maybe you, I think we all like to think we get to people more than we get to. And no, not, I'm genuinely, obviously, there's times when I'm annoyed and I'm arguing with people because I'm annoyed, but I'm not really, I don't really get, I don't really get down with what people say to me, but I've been getting, maybe because you all like, when I was a kid and that, like you get racial shit all the time, when especially like, like I said, I've said a few times in these live chats, like growing up in Bolton as the only black kid for years. I think like, 
I give it a lot and I think I can take it well. I, I, I'm definitely defensive and I'll argue back with people, but that's not not being able to take it. I take loads of shit all the time. I think I think I give it and can, and whilst I will defend myself and I will argue back, I can actually take it. Like I like I have for, I will have ruthless arguments with my mates and never follow up my mates ever. Like I like I can definitely take it and um that like, waiting one looking away for sleep. Yeah, Supreme, you're right. Um I'll get back to that. So no, I don't think anything that's ever been said online, even when people like call Meg or call JJ, like, no, don't think anything ever really gets to me. Just because I argue back with something doesn't mean it's got to me. Like, I'm trying to think of something that, like, off the top of my head that I... And I actually find, as weird as this will sound, I actually find the not more ruthless, because sometimes... Do you know what I mean? So there's a difference, isn't there? There's a, there's a witty, original, funny show that you think that was quite good. That even looks ruthless, but like is funny. That I like. It's the ones like that Psy guy who says smother his kid, or his birds fat, and you just think like doesn't get to me because it's not. It's whilst it's not even remotely funny or like ruthless or anything. It's shit. Age of social media back in the day. If you had to say it to your face, nobody but Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody had a Barney on the home phone. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Yeah, you'd and also I'm from an. I think a lot of the younger generation always sounds re. Yeah, Nathan. How much? Come on, Nathan. How good was that show? And only me and you got it. The four kits. So this is another one about not being shy. Me and Nathan went into a went into so that we was in the black hole, and the because it, it was a bar. I, I even asked the woman. I said to the woman, "Are you? Uh, you're not. You didn't expect this, did you? Who was working by the bar? She went, "No, we didn't check the football. We're just a bar. We're just a small bar. They only had one toilet in the bar, so the queue was always massive for the bar. I need to wrap this up soon because it's like getting to one half nine. So this will be the last story I tell. Nathan joined in at the last minute and said it. So we kept going over to the melting pot to use the bog because they had like four toilets and you never queued. And when we was in there, we ended up talking to some lad and his other his, his pissed mate came over who was like an absolute fucking, one of the biggest helmets I've ever met on a European away in my life. His mate was sound, was quite sound. And we, had, we ended up meeting his mate again in the takeaway. And the mate that he was with in the takeaway, I doubt he's watching this, but he was very sound. Me and Ben met him in the takeaway. He was very sound. But the one mate they had was an L mate. And they genuinely looked like brothers. Nathan backed me up. They looked like brothers, didn't they? I thought they were brothers. I said, is he your brother? Not even when the lad was there. At first, I said, is that your brother? Because they looked like brothers. And he said, come over and said to him, are you still speaking to this idiot? And I said, mate, do you know what? I can't stop thinking about you two. He looks like Lewis Hamilton and you look like his brother. And no one got it because he mustn't have looked. And he just went, if any of us look like Lewis Hamilton, it must be you who looks like Lewis Hamilton. And then Nathan just started laughing because he's worked out what Lewis Hamilton and his brother is. <laughs> and this guy went, <laughs> the best bit, Nathan, was his comment. The guy said to his mate, I think he's being rude. <laughs> Do you think? I've just called you Nathan Lewis Hamilton's brother to your face and you think I'm being rude. <laughs> yeah, the joke didn't land to anybody other than me and Nathan because the, the, the day definitely did not have a clue who Lewis Hamilton's brother was. They were characters then. We met them again, bro. Nathan, we went to the takeaway. We went to the kebab shop next to our next to the Danu and he, he came in and he was his mate. He was being okay, but he was just super pissed and super like off his barnet. And his but his mate was got a kebab and his mate was proper, proper sound. What was I saying before all that about the thing? But yeah. So last thing we'll end this because it's getting late. Um I think and it's hard to say this without sounding proper unsympathetic, but my era was not a mental health era at all. It was the, you terrorise your mates for everything. People's family members could die and you would make jokes the same day about that family member to them. Like, people could have disabled brothers and you would make jokes about the disabled brothers to them, not behind the back, to them. 
like people made to the bone jokes, and it's just how friendship were, and, I, and we still do. I still terrorize my mates. My mates terrorize me. The mum, like ruthless mum jokes, all kinds of things like that. Whereas the last, I usually a helmet free zone. Who do you support? You don't support Liverpool. If you, if you think European aways are usually a helmet-free zone, then you definitely don't go watching Liverpool in European aways because they are not helmet-free zones. If anything, they were the, the, if you get a Madrid or or when we play at the San Siro, like AC Milan, they are the biggest helmet zones. That's why Toulouse was so good because it was, for the most part, a helmet-free zone, except that melting pot was full of helmets. And that's why you swerved the big, the big commercial... Um, who sent me that? The big commercial fucking Irish bars. But yeah, I'm definitely from an era where we all terrorised each other. <laughs> he sent me a picture of Lou Hamilton's brother. <laughs> right, anyway, on that note, on that picture of Lou Hamilton's brother that I've been sent, I'm going to go. We've gone well over, 25 minutes over. Barcelona, yeah, remember that? The Barcelona square, yeah, worse full of helmets. Right, I'm going anyway, guys. It's been good. It's been good. I've got work in the morning. Um... Loved it. Love them all as always. Oh, yeah, I need to do me a few shouts out. So, Tuesday, we're off topic. Nine o'clock, because fucking Dom makes us start late. I can't keep doing these nine o'clock lates, by the way, on Tuesdays. I just hate them. But, yeah, nine o'clock, Tuesday, we're off topic. I'll be back this time. I'm hosting again. Um, I think we're going to get... Uh, I think after that game, we'll get the City fan in. We'll trial out Aaron and let him have a little chat in the, uh, in the We're Off Topic podcast with John, myself, Max, and Dom. Uh... This week, I didn't do any videos, so I was doing the watch along and that, and I was supposed to do the, um, yeah, like the video. Thank you, Supreme BM. Everyone like the video. Let me go and check how many likes I've got on this. How many likes have I got? I don't know how to check. 13 likes, and we've had 285 viewers. Where's all the likes, guys? Come on, mate. This is just an easy thing for the thing to get up the algorithm on it. It's called like the fucking video, you little rats. Um, I'll do a weekly combat this week, and I'll do the podcast on Tuesday. That's what I wanted a podcast because then I don't really need to rely on doing the shithead videos that I hate. But I'll do the weekly comment this video and I'll do the um and I'll do my podcast on Tuesday. And then back to the live chat. Episode eleven, this has been episode ten. And yeah, Supreme Being, I'm gonna put that on as the end. It used to always be survival of the fittest. If you were not if you're not taking the piss, you're the target. Couldn't end this on a perfect note. Bye everyone. Loved it. Always love them. See ya.